morning uh, we are going to begin uddhav gita the last message of shri krishna chapter 2 if you remember we had done till verse 37 halfway so we are going to continue with the same verse the man of steady intellect should not even though oppressed by creatures that are themselves under the sway of destiny swerve from his path being conversant with this fact this is the trait that i have learned from the earth if you recollect last week i had said that the earth is excessively strong whereas all kinds of elemental issues are going around it that means there are earthquakes there are storms there are landslides you name it there are so many calamities happening and even then the earth is very rock steady it doesn't do anything it doesn't get affected whatsoever so in our life we are going to come across a lot of difficult people there are going to be so many people and so many instances in our life which are going to try to swerve us say sway us away you should never get carried away by these kind of things you have to be rock steady like the earth now destiny designs our path always remember destiny is the one which takes us from place a to place b it is in our hands whether we want to get swayed by destiny or whether we are rock steady now how does the destiny sway us let us say for example tomorrow you have to go for some kind of a registration of something or maybe you have to go for say admissions in certain places or you have to go for say some bank issues or some kind of other issues that are there you can get swayed by what is happening in your life remember one thing suppose you have gone for a loan application or you have gone for registration of a property everybody the whole world will tell you that if you are gone for a registration you are supposed to pay bribes to everybody you have to falsify the records you have to write something and give which is not relevant which is which will help you get that particular registration sri krishna says my guru that is atatrey who told sri krishna's forefather yadu that please don't get swayed by what is happening around you what has to be will be please remember this what has to be will be it doesn't mean that you have to take the wrong path did you understand so if you have to go for a property registration you don't have to falsify anything or bribe anybody or if you are going to see to it that you have to appear for certain examination there is no need of doing any wrong wrong acts why is it important remember destiny says you have to go from point a to point b how you traverse this path is extremely important that is in your hand now let us say if today if you have to go to a place called ladakh 
you are starting from delhi and you are going to ladakh le ladakh is and you know the bifurcation of the state and all that has happened when you can see that it is written in the newspaper that there is going to be certain issues why would you want to go to that area today you can go tomorrow tomorrow doesn't mean exactly tomorrow you can go at a time when there will be no such issue remember you have to go from delhi to ladakh leh leh is the capital so if you have to go from point a to point b you will end up at point b somehow don't worry but you don't have to take the wrong path you don't have to falsify records and tell them you know oh my father is in the army and this and that and all that kind of nonsense you don't have to do and don't try to show that you know you can go to that place remember this anything that you do which is not in conformity to this way of things are to be done then you are going to get into very very big trouble if not in this life at least in the next one got it so now let us say you have to join from say one place to another place like i i give you an example of examination also now let us say you have to join say harvard or ucla now it is written in your life that you have to become a graduate from harvard or you have to be from ucla now what happens is you try to rush it you try to push your way through you try to force destiny you try to do too many things now this can cause you a lot of issues which means additional karma gets added over there the karma gets added on top of everything why would you want to do that have you seen how the earth behaves first year there may be a drought second year there may be a drought third year there may be a drought in india we have suffered in 1970s 11 years of drought and yet after 11 years it rained very heavily and we were thinking in the year 70s you know somewhere 1970s we were thinking that india is literally gone to from begging bowl to a hole in the bowl also where is nothing is left <laughs> you can imagine that was the condition we were thinking because you see there is something which is called rationing you know rationing of food grains and all that so in 70s and all we used to have to buy food grains in black money <laughs> it was not right so you have to pay pay extra to buy even food grains and food grains were smuggled by women in their clothes you know we call it uh, the parkar or whatever uh, the inner garment was stitched with the grains of rice i mean there were compartments in which they would smuggle and i'm not joking about it and we were thinking somewhere around the 70s in the, if you remember indira gandhi was the prime minister and we were thinking that our come our country will literally be from a begging bowl to whatever i don't know 11 years of drought also then something strange happened the rains came 
and the country started improving and today we are one of the very strong economies of this world yeah those little hiccups are going to be there don't worry those hiccups will always be there we are today at a level of 3 trillion and it's not a joke this is a big economy and we are a very strong nation today we are going to very shortly land on the south pole of the moon you know it costs billions of dollars to go there it is like burning crackers during diwali or or christmas or new year where do the crackers go they go in the air just for that little noise and the sound and that uh, you know sparkles but remember today we are a very strong economy so whatever that might have happened to this earth for 11 strong years the earth did not bow down similarly the ganga nadi the ganga river it overflows and yet everything comes back to normal so don't worry whatever the case might be there might be 11 years of drought also <laughs> but forbearance is extremely important what do you learn from earth it's called forbearance forbearance is extremely important so forbear now we will go to the next verse rudav gita chapter 2 verse 38 the good man should learn from the hill how one should always direct one's entire action to the good of others and one's very birth should be absolutely for the sake of others while as a disciple of trees he should learn how to be at the disposal of others all right now in this verse krishna is describing us what gurudev that is my gurudev dattatrey learnt from his other guru now which is the hill what did he learn so he learnt something which is very very important the trees the hill what do they do what do they do the tree doesn't say i want to eat my fruit does it say like that <laughs> no it doesn't say like that isn't it so what does it do it gives flowers to the other people it gives fruits to the people then it gives shade it gives the earth it makes it green so there are so many things which this this great teacher teaches us so let us see from what dattatre is talking about we think that we are always living for ourselves do you know this i am earning i am making money i have to look after this i should be doing this i am going to grow in my career i want to become so big i want to become a billionaire i want to become a millionaire i i i i i i i and i so what do you learn from the hill it is not i it is you it is thou you are living for somebody else you are not living for yourself recently one of my students had come over here 
So he was asking me, Guruji, what should I be doing now? So I asked him, how old is your son? So he's 13 years old. Okay, so he's 13 years old. What happens to him? You have to earn money so that he is taken care of. So he can continue with his education. His education gets paid for. He goes to a good school, then good college and so on and so forth. And he goes for his further studies and maybe he settles himself in his life in the next 7 to 10 years of his life. Isn't it? So I said it is important. First, you have to understand you are not working for yourself. You are working for your son. He is the king. <laughs> and you are the servant. You are working for your children. So always remember this. You are not working for yourself. You are working for your children. See, when you get married, what happens? First thing that a person thinks of before marriage is sex. And that's what they think of. It doesn't end in that. It leads to something else, isn't it? The first few months, years of your marriage may be sent, spent in all the lusty activities. But then what happens? Then children come along. And after the children come along, then you have to the marriage is meant for the children now. Right? So first, they get legitimacy. Second, they are born on this planet Earth and you better work for them. They're small babies. You think they can take care of themselves, they go to work? No, no. So you have to take care of your babies. And as they grow up, you have to give them their education and so on and so forth. So you are actually working for someone else. You are not working for yourself. Remember this. You are always doing service to somebody else. So if you are working for a company or if you are working for the government, you know very well whom you are working for. You are working for a company. Then you are working for the government. You know it very well. So in this verse, what is Krishna talking about? What is Dattatre saying? Dattatre is saying, your job is to ensure that you are doing something for the mankind. You are the child of God. You have come here, you are born on this planet earth so that you can serve the mankind. That means you are facilitating someone else. You are not facilitating your own self. So as you go along the path of your life, journey, you should serve, S-E-R-V-E. -E. And service to mankind is the highest service ever. Alright? When you serve mankind, when you serve other people, you are serving God. You see, in our world we say, when we welcome guests, we are welcoming God. Atiti Deva Bhava means the guest is equivalent to God. So treating the guest is very very important. There is going to be a certain issue in this world. In India, Bangladesh, United States and Burma and various other countries in this world there is an issue which is happening. 
Let us take one country, Bangladesh. Bangladesh, there is an infiltration of so many Muslims, Rohingyas who have come from Burma. Myanmar, they call it. Then in India, there is so many people who are walking inside India, literally walking inside India from Bangladesh, from Myanmar, from whichever other country that is neighboring. In the United States, there are people walking all the way from Colombia and you know, all those South American nations and Central America to Mexico. They are walking inside, literally trying to walk inside America. They are stopping people at the borders saying that you cannot enter. But they are troubled people. They are troubled people. They are having no homes. There is a lot of problems. So when you welcome them in your country, most of the countries call them refugees. You know the word refugee is mentioned. Refugee comes from a word refuge. To give refuge. So welcome these people. They are your guests. For some time. Guests are to be welcome for some time, isn't it? Nicely welcome. They should be given some food, shelter and when the time is right, they can go back to their country. This is essential. This is important. Some people may stay over. Most of the people will want to go back because they have their land, they have properties, they have people there. That's why they want to go back. So let them go back. But giving refuge treating these people like guests and guest is equal to God. This is very important. So anybody who comes to your house or anybody who is meeting you and if he is a guest of yours, treat them nicely. It is very very important to treat guests nicely. Now look at the tree and look at the hill. What does it do? Does the hill give a kick? And say, get out from here. No, it tells you, okay, come and stay. What does the tree do? It has got the branches, it has got the foliage. It will tell you, sit down under me. Okay, that is what you got to do. Give refuge. So, it is our duty to ensure that we become an important tool of God. And we give refuge. And we should see to it that our direct, our actions are always directed for the good of mankind. So this is what he says. One's entire action is for good of others. And then you will say your birth. You are born on this planet earth. Swadharma. This is one thing which people have to have always asked me. What is the Swadharma? What is Swadharma? The reason for your birth. What is the reason for your birth? The primary thing is you are going to serve somebody else. Alright? Serving somebody else is very very important. You are just one of the branches which is going to give another branch, which is going to give another branch, another branch, another. You have seen the family tree, isn't it? 
Now in the family tree, what do you see? You are just one of the branches. From you, more branches will come out. And that's the way the entire creation develops. From one thing comes another, isn't it? From the chicken comes the egg, they say, you know, and from the egg comes the chicken. It goes on, the story goes on forever and ever and ever. So what is your job? Understand Swadharma, the reason for your birth, and don't forget this, is to serve mankind. When you serve mankind, you serve God. You empower the God within you to serve the God outside of you. So you are just a via media. You are just a conduit, a pipeline to somebody else. And this is what we have to learn from the hill. One should always direct one's entire action to the good of others and one's birth should be absolutely for the sake of others. As a disciple of trees, one should learn how to be at the disposal of others. We should always be at the disposal of others, helping one and all. Now you may say that there are some bad people in this world. You don't have to go in that direction, see. But there are needy people in this world. It is important to serve the needy. Right? It's very, very important to serve the needy. So, you may have 10 rupees. As per the law, as written in most of the religious books, you can give 10% of your income, 10% of your income, towards charity or towards someone else. Someone who is needy. Those who are graduates of spirituality, the highest, they give 100% to other people. So as you increase your, you know, the graph from 0 to 10%, you can say when you are in 10%, you have just entered the domains of spirituality. 15, 20, 25, 30, it goes on and on. So when you come to 100, you can just say, yes, now I am completely serving mankind. <laughs> I hope you understand that. That means what happens is, you are serving everybody else. And what is left behind, you know, whatever is left behind is yours. <laughs> if there is anything left behind. That is what the tree does, that is what the hill does, isn't it? So always remember this, this is the reason for our worth. We are here because... We have to serve the mankind. Now look at all these great people in this world. There are people who are theists, they are atheists, they are all kinds of people. Right? Look at them. What are they doing? One of the greatest atheists that I know is Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know. <laughs> and what is he doing today? He is serving mankind. So he may say, I don't believe in God. Does not matter. At the end of the day, he is still serving mankind. He is telling you what is there at the fringe of this universe. You know? He is a director of that museum. Ah, whatever. Planetarium or something. And 
he goes in so many programs and what does he do he teaches us about science he teaches us about this universe he teaches us about astronomy and so many other subjects i really love that man because he is serving mankind so always remember this you have to serve people so it does not matter whether you believe or you don't believe it really does not matter you can do what you want but if you serve mankind you are serving the purpose of your life hmm? so this is the meaning of the verse 38 from chapter 2 we will move to verse 39 so uddhav gita chapter 2 verse 39 the last message of sri krishna the sage should be satisfied with merely ministering to the vital functions and not with things pleasing to the senses so that knowledge may not be destroyed and the mind and the speech frittered away the sage should be satisfied with merely ministering to his vital functions and not with things pleasing to the senses so that knowledge may not be destroyed and the mind and the speech frittered away what is the job of a sage <laughs> can the sage just do gossip the sage is not supposed to gossip do you know china is doing like this do you know india is doing like this do you know this one did like that i was seeing this news and this happened and that happened the sage's job is not to do any of those things and when people sit in a group you know how they go about you know his daughter she was doing like this his son is doing like this today my son has entered the you know harvard he has become very great blah 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 oh my god it just goes on and on and on Do you know what is the price of gold today? It has crossed thirty-eight thousand nine hundred rupees. It is so expensive. During my time, it was some fifteen thousand or sixteen. Why are you bothered? The sage is not supposed to bother about this. Do you get the point? No such thing should bother a sage. So all the gossip, all this knowledge which he might have gathered over a period of time. he should not be wasting time over these kind of petty things got it so sage should be satisfied with merely ministering to the vital functions what are the vital functions breathing is important right living is important with your eyes you are going to see with your ears you are going to hear with your nose you are going to smell as well as breathe right with your mouth you are going to eat a sage we should not say you know i'm going to tape my mouth and not eat no and he should not be like that monkey who puts his hand in his ear say i'm not going to hear these are vital functions just like breathing just like you know your heart is beating it is these are vital functions he is not supposed to bother about them but they are supposed to go around in the background they are just following their path they just do what they are supposed to do your ear is open you are going to hear your eyes are open you are going to see 
Got it? You are supposed to see. You have a tongue. And if you have a mouth, if <laughs> you are supposed to eat. Don't say I am not going to eat. If there is a chocolate in front of you, go ahead and eat it. If that is necessary. Nobody says you can't do that. Nobody says you can't breathe. Nobody says you can't hear. You can hear. What is this verse telling us? We are only supposed to do the functions. That is merely ministering to the vital functions. But that is not telling us that to do a kind of a dance on top of it. You know what is a dance? <laughs> if you hear something, you are not supposed to say, You know, I heard this. You are not some CIA or KGB or something like that. You know, please. You can hear. Don't make judgments on anything and don't keep on spreading the word around. You can hear. You can throw out. <laughs> Just hear. It's like this nose, you know. What you breathe in, it breathes out. Doesn't it do that? What does it take in? Only the essential thing. That is the oxygen from the air. Isn't that what it does? The eye job is to, when we are walking, we are supposed to keep you know, an idea about what is going around us. If there is a stone in the middle of the road, you are supposed to you know, go around it. But don't say, you know, I am not taking care of <laughs> I was seeing, but I banged into it. You are not supposed to bang into it. Use your brains. Here, the idea is to follow the functionalities of what is essential for us. Breathing is essential. Eating is essential. Seeing is essential. Hearing is essential. But not necessary to do a draw derivative out of it. Correct? Derive further things out of it. That means whatever you hear, it is not necessary to create another story out of it. What you eat, you know, it's not important to keep on saying, oh, this was beautiful or that was not good and this is worst. If you ever call me for lunch, you know, and if you are expecting some reaction from me, I'll say, all is okay. And you wonder, why is Guruji saying okay to everything? I am not interested in telling you whether it is good or bad. It is a functionality. Okay. There are three words in our life, you know. Yes, no and okay. Always remember this. There are three words. And any question can be answered with these three words. Do you want to eat? Yes, no. Okay. Okay means what? You know, okay is a very funny word. Okay means neither here nor there. <laughs> so you can keep that other person guessing. So if, if the girl asks you, do I look beautiful? Yes, no or okay. See? If you say yes, oh, no, be ready to get thrown out of her circle. <laughs> and if it is okay, she'll keep on guessing. Right? So for me, okay is the best word. So my life, okay. How is the food? Okay. How am I doing? Okay. 
even if that person has come first you say okay then the person will ask me you know guru ji you think i should i should have done better of course you should have done better <laughs> is there anything beyond first rank who says no you see in school or in college you can you can get first rank when there are only one when, when there is only one person in school right <laughs> do you know how dictators work no there is only one person and that one person comes first so i'm just joking please understand this it is important to not get swayed that is what this verse is talking about right you are just supposed to do what you are supposed to do that means breathing is important so you breathe eating is important so you eat doesn't mean you should hog yourself okay don't keep on eating more 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 right that is what is important what is sufficient so when i have one meal in the afternoon many people try to emulate and say i will also have one meal in the day don't try to do that <laughs> because your body may require two meals or three meals or four meals also or maybe 10 meals there are lots of people who take small small meals in a day you know you have these great people who have the the fad for ah uh, i am into this uh, you know taking care of myself i eat small meals a day 10 small meals a day okay eat 10 small meals a day don't try to emulate somebody else your body requirements are not the same as priyanka chopra's or one of those <laughs> people that you see in the films no their body is different your body is different i mean you can't expect uh, johnson you know what that the great person huh you cannot expect to eat some 20 eggs and 30 <laughs> you're not supposed to eat what is necessary what you can digest what you can take in right so ministering to the vital functions and not with things pleasing to the senses pleasing to the senses what is pleasing to the senses every good thing is pleasing to the senses please understand this whatever you see a beautiful flower you say so beautiful so nice a nice smell okay nice smell so how much time does the smell stay for a very short duration you can admire it you can admire it but it is not necessary to own it see ownership is not important right so just admire it see it smell it See. Same way, food. How many YouTube videos have you seen, or Instagram posts have you seen, where the person is, you know, you know, he's trying to give ice cream like this, like this. You have seen that Turkey fellow, huh? Somebody in Turkey, he tries to give that ice cream and he takes it away, tries to give it again, takes it away. I'm sure you have seen that video. <laughs> you have seen it. You can stand aside and watch. it is a trick of the trade to gather people so you gather them but it is not important to get involved in that action don't get involved in the action you want to eat an ice cream go eat it so this is what he says but these things should not be pleasing to the senses a sage's job is that now next time when you ask me the question should i be doing that 
my answer to you is are you a sage you got it when you become a sage you do that or you want to become a sage no today then you have to give up everything but you want to live in this world you have to do your eating drinking and everything yes if somebody says how good how was the food don't say okay yes it was good otherwise next time they will not invite you see if they if you say it is not good they are not going to invite you <laughs> so that is what i meant you are a material worldly person but if you want to go towards spirituality you have to start giving up things you have to become dispassionate so this verse is talking about becoming dispassionate right dispassion means you know there is no need for you to give all kinds of different different answers so that knowledge may not be destroyed and the mind and speech frittered away this is a very crucial line <laughs> knowledge may not be destroyed well knowledge is a very funny thing you know you give it to somebody else does it get destroyed suppose you know how to you know take out the tickets for a particular place can you pass on that knowledge to someone else yes does the knowledge get destroyed no then why is datatreya over here saying that knowledge gets destroyed and the mind and the speech frittered away this is important knowledge gets destroyed if you misuse it how does misuse of knowledge you know in india we have copying in examination people when they sit for examination they copy they write it wherever they want to on small sheets of paper and nowadays so you can put something in your ear and listen to someone tell you the answer and so there are so many ways is that knowledge good no so when you pass on this kind of a knowledge what happens it is not that knowledge gets destroyed knowledge becomes destructive you know there are lots of places in the world that are giving you what is called medical marijuana isn't it medical marijuana what are you talking about tobacco medical tobacco <laughs> you know there is another thing vaping they do that vaping oh you know how the knowledge goes from one person to the other to the other in school they start vaping cigarettes marijuana everything everything starts over there only is this knowledge good or is it destructive this knowledge is not good just to know that it is dangerous is important that is all you don't have to experiment with it you don't have to go and fall in it there are so many people that you hear who not only 
use this this particular knowledge but they misuse it now today now let us say if i know the magic magic okay of how to create money and i tell you that let us say i am a sage and i know the magic to create money and fortune and if i tell you you know this is the way to make money this is the way to make magic from you know from paper you can make money is it okay no tomorrow the government is going to come and ask you where did you get these notes from <laughs> or the property from isn't it so even if i have the siddhi siddhi means magical suppose if i am a sage and i have the siddhi my job is not to spread this siddhi to other people no i am not allowed so suppose if i give the siddhi to somebody else magic stone paris they call it if i give that magic stone to somebody else now you may say you know do you know how to make that money do you know how to make the billion i'll tell you ah of course i know that can you give it to me no <laughs> no that is like giving paris to you you know paris is that magic stone i told you it's like giving magic stone to you and what do you do with it you will make money out of it what will i do with it i throw the stone away you got the point i'm not supposed to keep it with me so now do you get the point knowledge becomes destructive and it erodes away so always remember it is important to give knowledge to other people spread the knowledge but should never be used for destructive purposes it should not be misused if you go to the internet you can find so many places where all kinds of wrong things are written from child pornography to everything is there on the internet right should i give that link to someone no you know that person who is getting accused today one of the royalties is also accused because young underage girls this is not good so if i have the knowledge should i give it to somebody else say oh you can find these people over there no it's not important please understand this that is why in spirituality a spirit person who knows spirituality a spiritual being is never supposed to give this kind of knowledge to people they are forbidden so never use the powers which god has given to you which is called siddhis don't otherwise this siddhi will destroy you and the mind and speech should not be frittered away the mind is literally like you know mercury you try to catch it it doesn't get caught it keeps on going here there here there yesterday i was seeing one very beautiful thing and it was written don't try this at home 
okay so somebody took a sheet you know that uh, work we call it work work means a very thin sheet of silver and a very thin sheet of gold and what he did was he put little mercury in it and the gold's yellow color disappeared and it become silver in color so what happened it became an amalgam amalgam means anything that combines with mercury so au plus hg ah, let me not give you the formula <laughs> auric auric plus mercury becomes that so it becomes an amalgam so imagine your mind is like that now if you try to use it it's not if you try to catch it it's not going to get caught but if you make an amalgam of it with gold then you can catch it then it becomes solid so make an amalgam with gold and with silver what does it mean gold and silver the purity of that the purity of the knowledge when it goes into your mind and that intellect the silver of intellect when it combines with the mind goodness comes out of it then you can catch all three right so we have come to the end of verse 39 so we will stop over here and tomorrow we will carry on from verse 40 so i'll see you all tomorrow so take care have a very nice